0: Episodes and we are up to, gosh, I think this is episode like 234. It just keeps going pretty soon. We're going to cross that 250 mark and it's been quite the adventure. We have interviewed well over 200 entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, business leaders, and and people who work inside companies but who have that entrepreneurial spirit. It has been uh, really educational for me as the host, but I know also that people tell me that they really like the broad, diverse types of people that we interview, and yet there seems to be themes that that reoccur in everybody when we talk about their entrepreneurial journey. So today, I'm really excited because we have a great guest. Her name is Alma Abreu and she is an agile coach for small businesses and i actually don't know totally what that means so it's going to be fun cuz we'll discover her journey together so alma welcome to cool things entrepreneurs do
1: hey tom thank hey. you i'm so excited
0: so tell us about your business and what is an agile coach
1: sure so Basically, what I do is I help small businesses and entrepreneurs and startup companies do project management and not just any type of project management, but what we call agile. Agile is a type of project management that has been proven to be very effective for managing small teams and and actually communicating to your clients and your
0: stakeholders. So it's
1: a it's a great tool, and I basically help a lot of lots of entrepreneurs on how to do it.
0: <laughs> well, and project management is kind of one of those things that we don't think about if we're not involved in it. But I have spoken for PMI, the the Project Managers Institute, and I know how important it is for businesses to really you know get this stuff done, right?
1: Exactly. I'm I'm actually a cert- I'm actually a professional project manager through. Um, Certified PMP through the PMI um, Institute. And I, you know, what happened to me is that a couple of years ago, I started doing my own marketing consulting. And I actually was, actually, years before that, I had done some freelance work. And I was doing inbound marketing. And what happened was I started becoming pretty, um, well, you know, word of mouth referrals. I was getting more clients. And I started to, you know, I realized I had to scale. I couldn't do everything myself as an entrepreneur. And I was getting really burnt out working and just trying to do all the projects myself and run everything. So what I did was I hired a a team of other uh, writers, copywriters, graphic designers, web developers, I started expanding and I was hiring, you know, I had like a small team and um, it just became, I realized quickly that you had to know how to manage a team if you are an entrepreneur so that you can deliver your projects to your clients on time and within the budget that you set with them.
0: So what led you to going to work for yourself? I'm assuming that, that you worked for someone else early on.
1: Right. So I had worked, um, you know, I I actually what happened was, which was I actually was an IT and I was in the database, uh, more of like a data analyst. Um, and what happened was I actually start, took a little break in between jobs and I just started doing my own little freelance thing. I wanted to test it out. This is like several years ago. And um, that's what, you know, basically happened as far as me, you know, I started freelancing. I started getting some clients and some of the clients really grew. And uh, I just did it because I was kind of in between, you know, what I wanted to do with my life (laughs) pretty much. (laughs) Um, And what happened was, this is the funny thing. I got burnt out really quick the first time around. The first time I started, you know, I got into this whole entrepreneur thing. I just got burnt out because I was just overwhelmed. Um, And so, ironically... I decided to go back to work, and this time I actually got into project management, and became a project manager working for different companies. So, I went ahead. I got, um, you know, I got my PMP certification. I became certified in Agile um, through the Scrum Alliance, and you know, over like the past several years, I've been doing that. So I kind of, you know, I decided to just be full time, or I was also doing consulting as an Agile coach. As time went on, I started consulting with companies. They would c- hire me. I was not an employee. I was sometimes a contractor. I did some uh, some work as an employee. But to make a long story short, I actually got into it. I let that, that other side business go. And then, like, about a year and a half ago, I was contacted again from one of my old clients. And I started getting back into it. So I started providing the consulting on the side uh, as far as marketing while I was doing different um different consulting projects as a PM, just kind of full time. So I realized again that um, in my interactions with other business owners, they did not understand how to effectively manage their projects or effectively manage their teams. Even if it was just having like a VA, a virtual assistant or two or, or three virtual assistants, they did not understand how to really effectively manage that. And so I, I decided that I really wanted to teach small business owners how to do their own project management. And being that I had so much information, I had so much experience, I had real world experience because, of, you know, I was working in IT as a project manager there and also as an agile coach teaching people about agile I was, you know, I just thought to myself, there's so many small businesses you have, like, you know, marketing firms or website development, startups, um, companies, SaaS companies, um, you know, all these startups creating new applications. And I said, well, why don't I, you know, show them how to do it? And so that's where I came up with uh, the new service I've recently launched called 360agilepro.com.
0: Awesome. So you kind of fell into it through doing the work and listening to what your clients needed, which is one of the ways I think that some of the best entrepreneurs get started is they, they just see an opening and, and they fill it and help help those clients. So who is your ideal business? You say you work with small businesses, but who is your ideal client?
1: Well, basically, um, you know, I my ideal client is um, a, a small Uh, service, professional services provider. So that could be a web, well, you know, if you have a marketing agency, if you provide, you're an accounting, accounting firms could benefit from project management, um, any type of business consulting. Even if you're a coach, if you're a coach and you have a team of virtual assistants and you have like five clients or more, 10, you know, you have to be able to manage those clients. And how do you do that? So, you, you know, they need to have project management skills as well.
0: So now that you've been doing this for a while, what is it that you absolutely love about creating your own way, about being an entrepreneur?
1: You know, I really, what I love the most is the freedom to be very creative, to just create. And that is difficult when you work full time, necessarily for certain, if you're an employee of a company, it's a little bit difficult, more difficult to be creative and come up with ideas um, you know, obviously there are great companies out there that allow employees to be innovative. But I, innovative. But I think when you are, you know, an entrepreneur and you work for yourself, you can come up with new things. I mean, because who's going to say no, to, no to your idea? <laughs> and obviously, you can make mistakes that way. But I do like that freedom. I like the creativity, um, and I just like taking on new projects.
0: Yeah, I say no to myself a lot. I've been working for myself for eight years, and and I always make the joke that my boss is a jerk. Oh wait, that's me. So, but uh, <laughs> but you are right. It does give you that freedom to to sort of be creative and to try new things. And I've certainly done that within my own career. Has gone out and really just tried to reinvent myself every couple of years. And and I think that that is sort of the one of the things that I find exciting about it. But now that you've been doing it, what are some of the things? Or are there ever days where you say? ugh, what am I doing? I should just have a 40-hour-a-week job.
1: Yes, and that's one thing I wanted to say. Um, you know, working for yourself, it could be overwhelming um, because it's, everything's on you. Um, everything, you know, you have to come up with ideas. If you don't work, you don't get paid. And so a lot of entrepreneurs face that. Um, but I, you know, for me, it's not about just making a lot of money. Yeah, I can, you know, if I work really hard, you know, make tons of money. Um, the most important thing for me is that I have a good work-life balance and I enjoy what I do and I have good, you know, I have good boundaries between my work life and personal. So I'm able to take breaks, take care of my health. <laughs> That's really important. Um, and I just know so many entrepreneurs are just overwork because they just, you know, Hey, uh, you know, there's no limit and they don't set boundaries for their, for their lives. You know, they'll, take emails 3 o'clock in the morning or take calls on vacation, things like that. So, for me, you know, I really value a good work-life balance and just having more of a lifestyle business. Um, so, yeah, I think the most, you know, the most difficult thing is just being that, you know, you can just get into working nonstop. I mean, I used to have times where I'd be working on a project uh, for a client and I was just 12, 16 hours, you know, in, of a 24-hour period. Uh, with eating unhealthy, you know, having snacks and just junk food throughout the day because I didn't want to leave my laptop. You know, I didn't go outside to get any exercise. <laughs> um, I've, you know, I've even had times where I was, uh, you know, work remotely and I realized I had gained weight because I just wasn't setting that work life balance. And, you know, taking time to say, okay, now it's five o'clock. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be done. I'm finished. I have to go to the gym. I have to go take a walk. I have to invest in myself. So, um, I think it's important to not get so lost in your work. And as a business owner, and because we we love what we I mean, most of us love what we do. We we become entrepreneurs because we like it. Not like, oh, I got to be an entrepreneur today. It's because you want to do it, but you just can't get carried away, and you have to have good a good balance.
0: Well, Alma, you bring up a really interesting point that I don't think we touch on enough and that is about finding that balance for health. I know in my own story – You know, even when I worked inside a company, I always treated it like, you know, the marketing department of the company I worked for. I always acted like I was a contractor. I was a very, I was an entrepreneur. I ran the marketing department. It was my company, even though it wasn't. And I know that I ate too much. I drank too much. I used to have to entertain clients. And so there would always be dessert after dinner. And I probably carried an extra 20, 25 pounds around for 15 years, something like that, maybe more. And uh, in this last year, I made some changes to how I eat. And I started running, and I've lost 25 pounds. And to be honest with you, I'm actually more effective as an entrepreneur. My mind is more clear because I'm taking that time to run 20 miles a week and, you know, three to five mile uh, at a time, uh, interval in, in, intervals, I'm finding that I'm actually more effective when I sit down at my computer to get the work done, to get an article written or to, to complete the PowerPoint for a client or get whatever I need, you know, deliverable done. I find I'm actually better at it because I'm paying attention to my health. And so when you brought that up, I thought, you know, we don't talk about this enough.
1: Oh, yeah, and that's one of the things... I think that, you know, it's a topic that should be spoken about a lot more when we're having these discussions about being entrepreneurs, because, you know, one thing I don't like is that you have some people in this, you know, podcast space or, you know, work from home space or online business space. That are, they're just promoting a message like, you know, work from home have your own business be your own boss and then they don't tell people the reality it's a lot of hard work and if you don't now know how to manage things you will get overwhelmed um, it happened to me um, so you know it's important they you know they should be a guide as to it's not just about making money it's about establishing a quality of life that's good for you and your family and your community and that is something that entrepreneur entrepreneurs really really need. And I think that what's really good is that there's, you, know, you have a lot of business coaches um, that can help with that life coaches, things like that. And so I guess I'm a little bit different because I'm an agile project management coach. So I'll, I'll teach a, an entrepreneur how to manage their business. That's pretty much <laughs> what I do. And so I'll t- I teach them how to, you know, set the boundaries because really you need to get out of your business so that you don't become overwhelmed. And so you have time for your family and for yourself And the only way you can get out of your business is if you hire other people so that you can scale and let your, uh, you know, your team take over the day to day of the work and you work on the marketing, the sales, um, um, the other parts that you want to do. Public speaking, you know, traveling, meeting with clients, sales, something else or just taking time for yourself. And so that's really important because, I mean, hey, some people like to be a solopreneur, which is fine. Um, and even then, you do have to be able to manage yourself.
0: Yeah, and you, know, you talk about some of the gurus out there in the business who are like, oh, work from home, work in your jammies. No, no, take <laughs> take a shower once in a while. Don't always be oh, in your jammies. Yeah. <laughs> we-
1: you know, that is actually um, – I don't recommend that people, when they work from home, just stay in their pajamas, like, get out of bed, and then just go start working. You should get up, take a shower, brush your teeth, have your coffee, and get dressed because, you know, actually that helps you feel – In my opinion, it helps me feel motivated. I feel like I have the energy, you know... So that's actually really horrible advice in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I agree. I, I agree. In fact, I, I tend to uh, uh, get up and get out of the house even if it's just part of the day. I'll go work from Starbucks because I kind of like a busy atmosphere. So being home, it's easy to be distracted by doing laundry or watching the news or 100,000 other things around the house. So I get up and I, I go find like a cool coffee shop and, and work for a couple of hours and then I can come home and, and work from home. But I find getting out of the house, actually having to comb my hair is actually a positive business uh Business advice.
1: Yeah. And, you know, another thing that I found very helpful is actually using what they call a co working space. Co working space. Yeah, co working spaces are popping up all over the country and all over the world. And the way that co working spaces are different is that you go in, you can pay a monthly membership fee, where you, I mean, some of them are like $99 a month, and you can go there and just work in a shared space, or a shared office. They usually have free coffee, free snacks. Um, and then if you want to have your own office, it's like really affordable and there's no lease. You don't come in like like an office and you have to sign a lease for six months. You start to just kind of pretty much pay as you go. Um, so I actually joined a co-working space uh, where I am and I really enjoyed it. I mean, I to the point where I actually made a lot of business contacts there and I was able to do a lot of networking. and I still network with the people there.
0: So that brings up the next question, and that is how important, if you're going to be an entrepreneur or a small business person, how important is your network? Why do people matter, Alma?
1: Well, it's important. You know, entrepreneurs need to have community. We need to have mentors um, and you get inspired and you learn so much when you network with other people. Also, networking and establishing and building relationships helps you get more clients and grow your customer uh, base. So that's important. And just not to feel isolated. Um, it's important um you know, just for your own, even for your mental health, you need to talk to other people because a lot of times as entrepreneurs, it's kind of hard to talk to our family members. You know, they're like, what, the what are you doing? <laughs> you don't have a real job, you know, so <laughs> you should find other people like you to talk to and bounce ideas around with, you know. So I find networking that's very important to me. Um, I like networking at the co-working space and also my local chamber of commerce um, in, in my area. Uh, so, um there's a lot of tech, um, tech communities, uh, meetups, meetup.com has a lot of good um, networking opportunities for people that are in your niche or your industry. So I think that's really important. Very, very important.
0: So Alma, what advice then do you have for somebody who's listening to this and they're thinking, oh my gosh, I've, I've, I've been doing some consulting on the side, kind of, kind of your story. They bounced around a little bit and they're like, I'm ready. I'm ready to go do my own thing. What advice would you give to them?
1: Okay, so the first thing I would say is um, I like to be I live in reality. So what I tell people, like I said before, I don't say, hey, you know, quit your job, work from home is going to be the best experience ever because that's not the case. It's hard work. Um, So what I tell I would tell someone is that if you have a day job and you want to start a business or you, you know, basically you can always start it while you work full time job. You can you can do it on the side. You can do it after after work on the weekends. And you know what's really cool about the day and age we live? There's so much technology to help you to make it easier. And you can actually hire people because, look, you have a full time job. You can actually go in there, hire a team to help you execute while you work your job and not overwhelm yourself. The second thing I would recommend is that you save up your you make sure your financial house is in order. So that means um, saving up an emergency fund, paying off your debt, because if you're going to actually, you know, just drop, you know, eventually quit your job, you want to have a nice cushion of money in case something happens. And I don't recommend that people take out loans for their business. I'm a big follower of Dave Ramsey. I love him. He's all about debt free. He's awesome. Um, (laughs) Oh, yeah. And so, you know, I'm of the opinion that if you're going to take a risk, take a calculated risk and. Take a smart one so that let's say you do start a business. Um, you let's say something happens. money's low. You don't have to worry about oh, of credit cards. You know, I have to, all these all these bills to pay. I don't know how I'm going to make my rent because you've saved up your money. So that if you have low months, you can survive. If you have high months, then great. Save that money. So um, just think, you know, think about it. And, um, from a, you know, just from a risk management perspective, because as a project manager, I get paid to manage peop- manage risk. That's what I have to do. <laughs> you have to manage the risk. I have to weigh out all the things that could go wrong in in a project. And so even in business, I think about the risks involved for when I when I launch a new service or I launch a new product or we're going to do something. I think of all the risks that could that could occur. So, uh, my advice is, you know, the two things which is, you know, make sure you you take care of your financial house and also, you know, just make sure that you, you know, there's nothing wrong with having a full time job while you do it on the side. A lot of people do it. And then once you feel like, hey, I'm making enough money, um, I have enough clients and I have some money saved up, then you know, def- definitely, you know, if you feel it's right, take the leap.
0: Alma, you're giving such great advice to everybody. I- I'm not gonna let you go yet. I have a couple of more questions for you. But first, I have to thank the sponsor of this episode. So this episode is brought to you by Podfly Productions. Podfly takes the time and the headache out of creating your own podcast. They set you up with the right equipment, training, and guidance to ensure that you sound amazing. Podfly does all the heavy lifting and the technical work so that you can focus on creating great content, growing your audience, and interviewing cool people like Alma. Hey, if you want to start a podcast, jump over to podfly.net slash cool things and check out the exclusive offer that they have for the listeners of this show. So Alma, I call the show Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. What is the coolest thing you're doing in your business right now?
1: Oh, awesome. Okay, so I guess right now I'm actually in the process of launching an online course where um, people can log in and basically take a course on uh, project management based upon what type of business you have. So I'll have a course for um, consulting firms, one for advertising, one for software, depending on where you are. Um, that's one of the things I'm working on now.
0: That's great. And when do you think that's going to launch?
1: I'm looking to launch it within the next two months.
0: <laughs> so if, if people are interested in finding out more, where, where will they need to go to find it? Because this will live evergreen. So two months, this could be the first time somebody listens to it. Could be June or, or later.
1: Oh, yes, definitely. Um, what Actually, what I have is... I've, I've created a little guide, which is the three agile tips to grow your business. So if you go to my website at www.360agilepro.com slash cool things, I am offering a free ebook, uh, small, a few pages, maybe like five pages long, to, to help you get started with agile project management for your business. So once you... Um, sign up for that. I will keep you uh, posted on the um, the course that I'm offering.
0: That is awesome. Thank you for doing that. That's great. And I love short ebooks, not long ebooks, so that's the best way to do it. hey, the one of my favorite questions that I ask the people who come on the show is about other entrepreneurs because I think entrepreneurs, I think they're observers. So I love to ask who is it out there, not you or your company but someone else, and sometimes people say they're dry cleaners, sometimes they say Elon Musk, and it's everything in between. Who do you see out there where you think that person's crushing it?
1: You know, um, I listen to a podcast, and one of um, a personality that I really admire is uh, a woman named Kimra Luna. I really like her. She's um, a pioneer, and in my opinion, she just – really is crushing it in the online training world. And she shows entrepreneurs how to market and promote their business. So I really admire her. I think she's very realistic. She's very upfront with her listeners and her her audience. Um, she doesn't try to sugarcoat it. And I think that's great because she kind of just gives you the real deal. <laughs> um, you know, I, I like her. I like what she's doing. And growing up, I actually always like I know people probably say Oprah, but I, I really admire Oprah growing up because she just was so um, confident and communicated so well. Um, and I like a lot of the. um the work she did as far as, you know, helping the community and helping different types of um, underserved communities.
0: Well, those are both two great examples. And you can never go wrong admiring Oprah. I mean, she, she has, (laughs) she just has one of those stories that it doesn't matter who you are. You know, she shows you that you can overcome. And I think her story is one of the best ones that I've ever heard. So that's a, that's a great one as well. Hey, the last question is, What do you do to give back to the greater good? Because I think entrepreneurs want to do more than make money. I think they want to leave a mark. So I love to find out just the different things that entrepreneurs do to serve their community. Yeah,
1: well, I think the first thing for me is what's really important is that I I help my family and I'm there for them. And my motivation a lot of times is is not just for me, but it's for my family. You know, what can I do to help them and to be of service to them? Uh, as my our parents age, you know, we have to be there and I want to have the freedom to be of assistance if they need me, if they need anything from me. And so being an entrepreneur really helps you give you it gives you that type of flexibility to be there for your family. So that's more that's very important to me. <clears throat> and the second thing is I really am, um, you know, interested in helping um, the community by helping the, the homeless and. You know, anytime there's food drives in my local community, uh, food banks, I try to get involved. And I think it's important, um, you know, to help the less fortunate people who, you know, for some, um, you know, unforeseen circumstance, they're disabled. Uh, if they're in wheelchairs, there's actually a charity that I really, um, really like. It was started by my friend and she uh, is in a wheelchair and her mission is to help um, Will People in wheelchairs and developing uh, who have a spinal cord accidents, where they're like, in a, you know, they're um, they in, they're in an accident and then they can't walk anymore. And she's trying to raise funds to actually donate wheelchairs to people in developing countries. And her um, nonprofit is called the Honeycomb Foundation, and you can find it on Facebook. Uh, but I just, it's those type of projects that I, I really am passionate about, and I believe, you know, I really want to make a difference there with underserved communities.
0: That is awesome. Well, Alma, thank you so much for being a guest here and sharing your journey with the listeners of Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. I really appreciate it. And it's people like you who inspire everybody out there because we all learn that, hey, you know, I'm like that. I don't interview very many celebrities. I interview real people who are out there doing real things and creating their own path in the world. And I think that your story is one of those stories that just gets people to say, I can do this. And so thank you so much for jumping on and being part of the show.
1: Thank you, Tom.
0: So once again, if people want to find you and find out more about your consulting business, what is your website? It's
1: www360 com slash cool things that they want to get the free download.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And thank you to everybody for tuning in and listening. As always, we're here every couple of days with a new episode with and we'll be back with an interview with somebody just as cool as Alma Abreu. But I'll tell you what, in the meantime, jump over to the Facebook page, Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. Or follow me on Twitter at Cool Podcast. And if you want to, you can join the Cool Things Project, which is the group coaching program. We have a very mighty group. We meet every week and we kind of share what we're up to, hold each other accountable, and everybody is just trying to find ways to be more effective in their journey. You can find out that information at tomsinger.com. Go to the About button, drop it down, you'll see a button that says Group Coaching Program. That's where you'll find out all the information. So, hey, we're gonna be back in a couple days. But in the meantime, I challenge you to go out there and have a great day. Thank you for being part of the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do podcast. Without your participation and listening to these conversations, there is no show. Connect with Tom at TomSinger.com and follow him on Twitter at at tom.singer.